insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the therightdoctors.com. A very serious situation with the COVID-19 infections across the world. And unfortunately, it's an enemy that we don't understand. It's a novel virus. It's an enemy that we don't know much about. And unfortunately, we can't even see it. But for once, we have to be together to fight this. We in India know that we are in stage two of a disease process and are truly very concerned about the fact that if it transfers to stage three, in which means that it becomes a situation where we cannot trace the contacts, nor know the source, then we do not necessarily have the infrastructure or the medical personnel to be able to cope with it. So we have to be at this stage very clear about following everything which the government has been so proactive in uh, instituting. I think we are the, the first countries in the world to proactively institute a lockdown in the country itself and stop international travel and start screening international travelers and even shut down airlines and access to the country. We did this even before when in the early stages of stage two of the disease, and maybe that's protected us to some extent. We need to follow every advisory which is given, including the responsibility of self-quarantine, if there's any travel from abroad, the responsibility of self-quarantine if we develop flu-like symptoms without even a travel history, the responsibility of self-quarantine if we in contact with any COVID-19 positive or confirmed patient. We owe this to ourselves, not just to ourselves, we owe this to our family, but we also owe this to a nation that we follow every instruction of not just the quarantine and not just the social distancing, but the fact that of the curfew or the, the shutdown of the various cities which the government has instituted is perhaps the most important step in breaking the transfer of the virus from person to person. It's an important step in breaking the chain, important step in preventing transmission, and perhaps maybe life-saving for us in the next few weeks. It will help us to flatten the curve, and we hope that we're able to limit the number of cases. Otherwise, our health system would be so overwhelmed with cases that it would be very difficult to handle them. Having said that, it brings me to the very important point. Do we actually have a treatment for this disease? Unfortunately, there is no treatment for the disease. That is what makes us even much more vulnerable. Uh, identification of the disease is difficult. Analysis of its present in the community is difficult unless we do more and more tests. And by the way, the number of tests needed for this country of 1.3 billion people is impossible to perform. So while we keep asking what is the government doing for us, and by the way, I do believe that the government has done a lot for us for proactively for trying to spread the control of the virus, we've got to ask ourselves every day, what are we doing as a nation together with the government 
to help stop spread of the virus, which has no cure. Which also brings me to an important point. We keep talking about uh, uh, vaccines under development, which is very important. And there's more and more work going along both in India and abroad to develop vaccines for this, uh, this dangerous virus. But any development of vaccine takes its uh, time because it has got to go through, firstly, in vitro analysis experiments. It then has to undergo safety and efficacy trials. It has to be randomized trials. It has to be in, in, in humans trials. And it, over a period of time, because every vaccine which comes out can actually be dangerous. The safety has to be established in prospective randomized trials. And so vaccine normally takes nine months to a year to develop to a stage that it can actually be used for prevention of this disease process in human beings with safety and efficacy. On the other hand, you must have all recently heard of uh, the role of chloroquine for the treatment of this illness. Uh, this was even highlighted by President Trump in a national address a few days ago to the United States public. A word of caution around all this and understanding and a perspective is very important. Uh, chloroquine does have some scientific basis in vitro which means in preclinical studies, in animals, in laboratories, that it can actually work against the, the virus, the coronavirus. On the other hand, there are no good scientific uh, studies done, at it, done in, on it with scientific rigor to tell us conclusively that it can actually work in human beings who have COVID-19 disease. Uh, very preliminary uh, reports have come out, France, China, even Korea, which recommend that this drug, chloroquine, could actually work in COVID-19 disease process. And because it is a drug which is easily available, which is relatively safe to use, which has been used for literally last 60 years for conditions like malaria, for SLE, and there's a lot of experience across the world in using this drug with safety on a, on a cost, if, on a safety and efficacy balance, it becomes obviously a drug of first choice to be used in this condition of COVID-19 disease process. And that is why, despite the fact that randomized trials, prospective double-blind randomized trials are now on for treatment of COVID disease with this, until the results don't come out in two or three months, the jury won't be out, but still the drug finds mentioned as a first-line agent on many of the pathways and protocols of many of the academic institutions 
and infectious diseases centers across the world. And I think it's a sensible drug to use in such situations as is being seen from those protocols. Of course, there are other drugs under consideration at the moment, the other antiviral agents, like the one which is used for Ebola, like the, the ones which are used for HIV. And of course, these, again, have not been found, uh, are being put into randomized studies so as to find the cure for this very difficult and dangerous disease process. I think we'll be much more wiser as these studies bear some conclusive fruit in a month or two time, uh, in a month or two. Uh, the second point is, can we prevent this disease? And when we talk about prevention, while we know we can prevent the disease process ourselves by everything which has been described to you, by washing our hands regularly, by making sure that we do not cough and spray the droplets, by making sure that the surfaces we function on and we function it and the electronics we function it are kept clean uh, and sterilized regularly, by making sure that we maintain social distancing and stay away from each other, not travel unnecessarily, not go out unnecessarily, not create groups and parties and weddings and, and not have those. In fact, social distancing, which was advised so much, is perhaps one of the most important aspects and has now been mandated by the government with these shutdowns which are happening. While we know all that, we also need to understand that the same drug chloroquine again finds mention for prophylaxis. It's not proven. The evidence for, for chloroquine for preventing uh, COVID-19 is basic and is not there. Uh, and in fact, one would say it's not there. But the ICMR has been looking at it very closely. And as I actually yesterday said that it may be giving it to those health workers who are directly involved in looking after COVID-19 positive patients, the ones who already have the virus, and to take care of them or the first-degree relatives of COVID plus patients. Only because even in the absence of, uh, of, uh, of any data, there is some, some uh, in vitro or preclinical data that it may help. We still don't know, but we just hope that we find very shortly. In fact, uh, I would say to go to the extent of saying that we know multiple centers across the world, including the University of Oxford, have just started a 10,000 personal randomized trial to see prevention of COVID-19 disease in healthcare workers who are looking after COVID-19 patients in a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled basis using chloroquine. So we don't know at the moment whether chloroquine prevents COVID-19 disease. Uh, so I think that till we have more information, and by the way, nobody in the world is any wiser. Nobody, this is a novel virus. Nobody can claim to be an expert at this virus or claim to be an expert at how to handle the present situations. One can be called an expert to predict what is going to happen 
in the next month or two. But one thing I must say, I've got to advise. We need to be together. We need to fight this as a nation. We need to fight this together as public and private hospitals. We need, this is a war, and the nation needs to be together in it. Follow every advisory which comes from the government, Ministry of Health. Follow every advisory which comes from the ICMR. Follow every advisory which comes from the experts around. And be a part of this national effort to flatten the uh, curve of the COVID virus, to make sure that it doesn't spread any further, and hopefully one day to abolish this disease process from our country. I think that is the message. Be together, be brave, be safe, and I wish you all good health. Thank you. Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the right doctors.com.